Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menunos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, I love this song. I did not expect this intro. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, it's a Flash After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we're doing episode three of season two called Family of Rogues. Yeah. Hi family, how are you? Hi. <laughs> Hi. We are family. We and I'm are. Oprah. <laughs> In our family. Yeah. Stedman here. Uh, hey guys, I'm Gail. You can also call me Jeffrey Masters. I tweet from Jeff Masters one What about you guys? Uh, I'm Roxy Stryer, and you can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T-E-R-I-J-Y. And I've decided that Tari should get an Instagram, and if you agree, start tweeting that out. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my word. Starting with a scandal. Well, every time Ooh. I try to tag him, I can't. I tag you. I tag me. I tag The Flash. I tag CW. I can't tag Tari. <laughs> okay. Um, let's All get right. to this episode. I was obsessed with that opening scene where Iris jumped off the building and he catches her. I gotta say, yeah, swoon, first of all. Second of all, Iris being badass this episode. Um, and yeah, she, she, awesome. she mm-hmm. needed some help from Barry, but Barry also needed some help from Iris. And I thought it was really, really cool to watch her doing something. Yeah. She needed his help, but it wasn't a damsel in distress. Yeah. She was like, okay, if you want me to jump, I'm going to jump. And she jumped. Yeah. I mean, how bad could that have gone? Like, he got tied up doing something and really <laughs> splashed. Very, very badly. Yeah. He's like, wrong side of the building. <laughs> a lot of women trusting in men tonight. We see that later with Lisa and with Cisco and mm-hmm. then, you know, with Iris. So a lot of trust going around. We'll see. Sometimes when you trust somebody, you get hurt. Oh, I Ooh. love a recurring theme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of the trusting, not getting hurt, but I don't know. Who knows? Um, I liked also seeing Iris as, like, the working woman. We saw her in the workplace again. Um, I just reminded us that she's like a main part of the show and it was great to see that also she's on the front page yeah congratulations I, I love that they're utilizing her like not not just like ah, as team Barry but like she has her own storyline she's doing her own things and she's making headway and it's amazing yeah and um, Roxy pointed out in that scene too that we saw Linda Park back again mm-hmm. she's gonna be a series regular they're reminding us that she exists she's in this world yeah I think uh, I'm pretty positive series regular at least on for a bunch of episodes and uh, I'm very curious what they're doing with her character 
maybe some Wally West action when he comes along. Well, I can only hope. Yeah, I, I don't know. We, last we saw, she's kind of at odds with Barry, um, and that made me think with Iris too, but she's in Iris's corner tonight, so that was cool to see. I like when the women on the show get along. Yeah. <laughs> girl power, girl, girl power. <laughs> I know. Also, like, I was not expecting storyline with the mom. We found out that she's... I Did they establish... We found out that she's alive, but did they right. establish last season that she was dead, or we just didn't know? Um, they were pretty ambiguous about it but the the implication was that she was dead um because you never saw her around but uh you know uh joe always had his ring on and i think at one point they mentioned that she was dead but like it wasn't like a every every day they'd be like oh my mom's dead and things are sad and meryl i just remember hearing she was out of the picture yeah and feeling like i came to my own conclusion that meant that she was dead um, and I remember, I think, Iris and Barry kind of relating um, to something, but I don't think that we knew for sure. Totally. They um, left that open for us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was interesting, too, that Joe, like, asked her to leave, and she, I guess, had been following Iris all along, because she said she didn't want her to go through the loss of Eddie alone. That's a fairly, like, important thing that she picked up on. Interesting that she hmm. said loss of the love of your life, as opposed to loss of a boyfriend. Um, because that made me feel like she was maybe a little out of the loop. I don't feel like that was the love of Iris's life. And, and yet, at the time, weren't they not engaged? Uh, at what time? When he, when Eddie died, wasn't weren't yeah, he and Iris were engaged? engaged? Yeah. yeah. So I don't think it's that big a stretch for the mom to read into that. And I just think like she doesn't know. How dare she assume that this is the love of Iris's life? She's never had a conversation with the girl. <laughs> but but she's assuming it because they're going to get married. <laughs> I I just mean how dare she assume anything about Iris? Okay, right. That's how I feel. Like don't tell Joe anything about his daughter that he's been there for every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really her coming in, and I think it's her overstepping. I'm not saying she shouldn't come back. I'm not saying that she shouldn't be try to be a part of Iris's life, but I think that it's up to Iris whether she wants her to be, and she shouldn't make any assumptions about her relationships at all. Right. Yeah. This is very big news for Iris too. Also, this is going to be a great. Again, we're seeing how we love the Iris storylines, where she's like her own person, not just like a fan or supporter. This is another part of that storyline for for Iris. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It, it's. Um, I definitely think we're going to spend a lot of time with it, and it's something I want to spend a lot of time on because it makes somebody who they are. And this is, uh, I love when shows the characters having a revelation when the audience is as well, mm-hmm. and we're we're kind of going through this together. Iris doesn't really know what exactly this means. We don't know exactly what this means or what it's going to look like. Yeah. I, I think that's a really great point that uh, I just I just want to mention because. They've done a really great job of every season, every season, the one season, every show, uh, really making sure the comic book fans are engaged and like happy with what they're doing, as well as like letting new fans of the show be into it and have stuff to attach to. And this is perhaps a storyline for the comic book fans because there's nothing in the comics about the mom, right? Right. So this is like so a good... So you mean not for something that the comic book fans know already, but a new storyline for everybody to be excited about. Yeah, right? exactly. And for them to not be like, yeah, we are waiting for this to happen, but oh, wow, this is happening and this is so cool to like, we never thought this would happen. Yeah, it's something that we can share in with the general audience. And I also, I also kind of uh, sidestepping, I... I I really like that they didn't let her being alive linger for a long time. Like, um, Arrow had a, a habit of always kind of 
keeping secrets for seasons and seasons and ha- letting the, the lies eat it away at everyone. Mm-hmm. But this one, they, they were like, here's a thing that's happening. We're going to address it right now. We're going to get it out in the open and let the characters deal with it in as best a way they can. Right, and that doesn't mean that we had to have an interaction with uh, Francine and Iris tonight, but Iris now knows that her mother is alive and is in the same city that she is in. Right, and I think that's such a good point, too, that she's not going to also hold a grudge against her dad for three episodes. Right. It's just like, maybe, I. it's just like, I did not agree with this decision, but like, okay, let's move past it. The yeah. chemistry between Candace and Jesse in this scene was out of this world through the roof as as father and daughter. I couldn't get over what an amazing job both performers did when he sat down to tell her exactly what had happened and and why he hid it from her and all of that. Oh my god. I was like in tears. I I just felt for both of them. I felt I felt so badly uh, for Joe and I felt I felt even worse for Iris. Yeah. I mean because like, you can, in that moment, feel what it's like to be a parent who's tr- just trying to do the best for your kid. And it's like, you know, you, you have this person that you love, but at the same time, like, you know that they're going to be the worst thing for your, your child. And it's like you, you put your feelings above, you put your child's feelings and well-being above your own feelings. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They had amazing chemistry, but I have to say, Jesse L. Martin is such an experienced actor. I think it's that chemistry with, like, everybody in the cast. Oh, yeah. I just say he's just so much a fun character to watch his interactions. And, yeah, I agree, of course. Yeah, he did so many years on Law and Order. He's done like a bunch of Broadway. I can't help but think that's just his like experience that he's been around so long. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think that uh, he's very talented and he's very well trained. But that's also something that's got to come naturally, instinctively to him because he's so so freaking talented. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, guys, let's segue into the big bad of the week. It was the snart family drama. <laughs> I love that we're bringing back a big bad. Um, and yes, we added the father big bad, but this wasn't like a, a brand new big bad of the week. Never heard of. It was, uh, you know, a storyline that we're familiar with, but they put a fresh spin on it. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I, I agree. Sometimes with other superhero shows or even just like law and order type shows, it's just like one villain after another and you never see him again. Like mm-hmm. they lock this person in jail this person gets acquitted it's done yeah but so i really agree and these are great characters that i really enjoy seeing like what the wentworth miller and the lisa yeah i i i'm with you and i gotta say i i saved this for the show to tell you guys something (laughs) okay i'm nervous okay so the second i saw golden glider in my head i said uh something went off and i was like why why am i thinking about this and i remembered that at San Diego Comic-Con this year, I got to interview the cast of Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And one of the members of the cast of Legends of Tomorrow is Dominic Parcell, who plays Heatwave. Who we did not see who tonight. We, yeah. we did not see tonight. Name-checked, though. But, yeah, name-checked. And do you guys remember, they kind of had a little thing, him and Lisa Snart and whatever that was. Uh, and so when I interviewed Dominic, and I was like, on Legends, can we expect to see... Um, any more relationships with you and what exactly is going on with Golden Glider and he looked at me for a second and he kind of turned his head to the side and then he said 
who the beep is Golden Glider? And I <laughs> lost it. It was like amazing. And everybody, he was like, I don't, I, listen, I, like I think of her as Lisa, like trying to bet. It was so freaking funny though. He was an amazing guy. He just wasn't a comic book fan growing up. And he's like, I, I go there, I do my job, I love it, and I go home. <laughs> and then I wait for the next call to do it. So I thought that was hysterical. And you guys were like, you hear that. So the second she came on screen tonight, I thought, Oh, who the is the Golden Glider? And, <laughs> and it was cool. It was cool to have her back. That's nice. funny. Yeah. yeah. Also, so she like sets up that uh, Wentworth or Captain Cole was kidnapped. Flash goes to rescue him. Gets frozen. I love the thermo threading suit. Oh that, like, yeah, heats on itself. You gotta leave it to Cisco to keep uh, us on our toes. He's, yeah, he's saving yeah. the day. Left and be- and right. because it's a new suit this season, there's opportunity for him to be like, oh yeah, put this secret in. That's, like, fun to see. Tari, Barry Allen in the comics, what does his suit have the capability of doing, and is it always different? Like, what what exactly does it look like? Well, in in the comics, his suit isn't really the thing that has, like, gadgets and powers. Like, his suit is usually just, like, a spandex suit. Mm -hmm. And he draws a a lot of his his abilities from his power, like, or from the speed forces. So, like, if in the comics this had happened where he was immediately frozen by Captain Cold, he would have vibrated out of it, essentially, like, vibrated his molecules so fast that they generated heat, causing mm-hmm. the ice to melt, etc. Um, so the the most fancy thing that uh, his suit will do is it, uh, it compresses into a ring and shoots out of it. Yeah. Fancy. Wow, that is, oh, that's yeah, so we fancy. still have not seen that. Or we saw it with the reverse flash. We saw it with flash. the reverse flash, yeah. Oh, I want to see Barry Allen with a gosh darn ring. Do you? <laughs> Guys, speaking of the suit, I might have a little news and gossip about that later yeah. on. So just teasing that. Oh, my I'm just going to throw it out there. Okay, I really want to see the ring thing because I just like, envision with the like, special effects, it's shooting out of the ring and Barry just like jumping into it. And then he like lands and he's in the suit. Right. And then he goes. And I want to see that scene. I could see I'm it. sure it's coming. I mean, Cisco did mention that he was inspired. By what? The ring coming out of oh the ring yes. oh god that's Cisco from a while finds ago. <laughs> oh yeah you're right Cisco finds inspiration in a lot of strange places sometimes on women's lips just saying Ooh. just saying <laughs> who are you talking about oh I don't know Lisa Snart Lisa Snart I have to say their relationship is awesome I oh, love it it's yeah. so unexpected but it just kind of like works for the two of them yeah it's like one of those polar opposite things because <laughs> yes. he's such a goody goody and smart guy and she's like a she's like a, a fun sexy criminal so it's like they go well together because they, they balance each other out I love after they finally kiss in that moment and she leaves and he she's like bye Cisco and he's like bye Golden Glider and then kind of looks around like did anyone just see that nobody's looking just smiles and like walks away and drinks his coffee or whatever it's like he's got to be he's living this surreal life where a year ago two years ago he was just this guy and now he's got all the stuff he knows who the flash is he's working with the metahumans and lisa snart is freaking kissing his face yeah it's got to be like a is anybody watching my life right now totally see that I love that he played it cool too. Like I, I half expected him to like do a, a fist pump or a jump, but he's just like, nah, that just happened. What's up? Uh huh. Yeah, I love it. He's learning. He's learning his suave <laughs> ways. Oh yeah. Now he's becoming vibe. You know, he's got some some stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, we didn't see anything about vibe this week. Ah, uh, well, we know that he's trying to keep it on the. He's not trying to make it come out because he's scared. He's playing yeah. it cool. I guess also the villains that we were tackling had were not from Earth Two, so we had no reason to access those powers. Right. But it was cool to see Lewis Snart 
he has a deep criminal record. Yeah. I wasn't... It was interesting, too. I felt, uh, I saw similarities between what... They were saying Captain Cold, like, we're bad, but we're not that bad. Yeah. In between um, what Joe West was saying about, like, what Francine did was bad and what I did was bad. Like, who's bad is a worse bad? Yeah. Like, they're both weighing that thing. Mm-hmm. And it was... They, we got a lot of backstory from Lisa Snart about, like, being hit as a child and abused. Yeah. Did you guys believe her completely at first? I zoned out during that entire monologue she gave. Completely <laughs> honest. Really? Yeah. I believed it, but I was just like, okay, give me some action. Really? But yeah, I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. It's okay, your... I'm not sorry. Yeah. I'm not. It's your opinion. How'd you feel about that? Um, I, I I believed it, and I, I actually appreciate it, because this, this episode had a lot of heavy stuff in it. Like, it was, it was wrapped in cool, fun flash stuff but we had like drug abuse we had uh you know f- uh, family abuse like i th- i thought it they handled it really well and i thought that it like hit all the right marks yeah i i kind of uh, agree i think that the show didn't have a lot of time and we don't spend enough time with lisa to reveal things as slowly as one might want to be realistic like i don't know if she necessarily would have just come out and been like uh, I think she would have shown the scar, but I don't think she would have been like, at seven this happened, at eight this happened. But we needed to get all that information to kind of trust her because if you think about where we came from, she really, the, this whole Snart family, they've burned Barry and they've, they've burned Cisco and Caitlin and the whole Scooby team. So yeah, yeah. the whole game. Or frozen them. <laughs> Unless you're heat wave, you know. Um, but I, I think that we kind of had to get on her team really quick. Right. And so that's how they, they had us do it. Um, and I, I, I was. I was on her team tonight. I, I didn't need to be on her team because I like Captain Cold and his character so much. So that she was saying that he was kidnapped and we need to save him. Then I was like, all right, let's go for it. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying in the chat. Um, I think it's just, Lisa always sounds like she's on the verge of having an orgasm when she talks, making her sound utterly unbelievable in every sense. LOL. I mean, I don't Cisco know. Cisco and Lisa just want to watch Netflix and chill. Yeah. <laughs> so if you guys are confused when I'm talking about the chat, if you guys uh, watch us YouTube live on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Pacific time, you can chat with us. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, but I, I think that's interesting because I think Lisa makes really strong choices. The perform- the actress makes really strong choices um and sometimes with lines like that it is difficult to come across as believable she does look like she's always like in pain or feel like she she has very strong emotions so i know that person was kidding but i i kind of agree that she's an extremist and and that kind of is true to the character yeah i mean she's playing to the campiness the same the same way that uh wentworth plays to the campiness of captain cold she kind of does to the like sultry character yeah he definitely has that like evil voice and i have to say usually i hate that in actors and like characters but i really like it for him in wentworth miller yeah it just it works because it's like it's comic booky, but it's not over the top right like it's like honoring that comic book feeling to me it's kind of how i'm feeling about jay garrick Oh, we'll get there. Oh, yeah, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. With Lisa, though, I while I did not need the backstory from her in order to believe her, it did make sense why they are so diehard. Like, siblings stick together, yes, but when, like, you're on your own growing up and you don't have, like, a dad and he's hitting you, like, yeah. 
something yeah. that I really love watching in television shows, and that, and I think it's because I can relate to it, is is that sibling bond. Um, when I think that when you watch siblings like that, that grew up, they had a harder life or whatever it is, and they support each other, that undying love, it doesn't matter how evil of a human being you are, the things you do, when you have that bond with somebody, you do anything for them, that's a weakness and a strength in many different ways. Yeah. And I love that we are learning more about Captain Cold. The reason we're doing that is because we're going over to uh, Legend of Tomorrow. Yeah. And like you were talking about, Jeff, I love the point of like levels of evil and who's worse than who. Uh, we're seeing that Captain Cold might not be all bad. And we know somehow he has to transition to being kind of not only just not bad, but, but good. Right. And, and we're slowly watching that transition on this show. And then it will carry over. Yeah, and we saw that tonight, that he really is, like, honoring his pack with Barry not to kill people. Mm-hmm. And just juxtaposed next to his father, who was implanting people, including his own daughter, with, like, little me- um, tiny bombs in their head. Very Suicide <laughs> Squad-esque. Yeah. Exploding their their heads. That's, that's as evil as they come, you know? It's not just a person you're killing. Now it's your family. Yeah. Yeah. Really scary. Uh, you wonder, you know, we've got a lot of parents in this episode and learning about people's childhoods. You wonder how they were raised. You wonder more about that and their their mom and their the whole situation. Yeah. Scary. I mean, yeah, I, I do love that, like, it, like in that regard, like, when Barry was like, if, if not for Joe, he could have turned out to be a criminal just like everyone else. It was interesting you know? to think about. Yeah. Yeah, and look at all this. Uh, sorry, what were you saying? Oh, uh, sorry. I was, I was going to say, uh, which I think was a clue. There's a theory right now that everyone is thinks on Earth that, Two. Yeah, people think that Earth Two or Zoom is Earth Two Barry, and I feel like that might be a little little clue. And ooh, tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> Interesting. Wait, Earth Two Barry, whereas like the same guy, same powers, but grew up evil. As, right. Yeah, as in like if he hadn't, if his dad had maybe gone to jail and he didn't have Joe or whatever it was, how he could have turned out. Interesting right. theory. Oh, that's fascinating. Barry could be fighting Barry. Ooh, again, cool. right? He went back in time to like see himself. Yeah. Oh, wow. that's a kind of a that's a that's a little bomb he's dropped, Tari. <laughs> well, they haven't cast an actor yet. That's true. Oh, they just cast the voice. Yeah. Do you believe that? Um, I would love it. Uh, I don't like there haven't been enough there haven't been enough episodes for me to like yeah be like that's my theory. But like uh, I I've heard it a few times and I I really enjoy it. I like the concept of. Uh, alternate timelines and what you could have become uh so to me that's the most intriguing thing that this season could do that's i completely awesome. agree so whereas like he finally defeats doom in the last episode we pull back his mask and it's barry allen's face yeah. yeah that would be crazy i think it's really relatable when you do things like that again talking about the relatableness of a show that could never happen here but it's like any movie like sliding doors or wherever what happens when one thing changes or when your life could have gone one different way makes you really think about all, all yeah. the stuff so I love if, if that was the case I mean we'll see but it'd right. be crazy for all the characters not just Barry I love that you just name dropped sliding doors <laughs> I loved that movie um, what I loved in this episode was when Barry Allen goes to the snarts and is like let me work for you I can do this I can defeat it and he dressed in all black oh, for yeah. the occasion mm-hmm. he's like I need to play the part I'm evil now his character Sam his persona which was like very bro dude 
I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Sam. It was like 21 Jump Street when he's like, my name is Jeff. My name is Jeff. <laughs> well, that made, that's when I started thinking, like, what if on Earth 3, Barry is Sam? Like, that is what exists there. They're all different versions <laughs> That'd be of cool. him. His, his Sam reminded me of um, uh, the most recent Spider-Man, uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. I love... Like, I'm one of the only people, but I love Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. I, I loved it because Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, who are dating or were dating, dating Blanc, uh, Blanc, 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 um, their chemistry was amazing. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's a whole different story. That being yeah. said, like I didn't need to reboot that fast, as everyone has also confirmed. They also did not need And The Flash. And Flash. The Flash. The Flash. The oh. Flash. Uh, the Snarts. <laughs> we defeat him. We save the day. Do we need to say anything more? Dead, dead, or dead for now? The dad? Um, He's super super, dead. Yeah, he's dead. Dead, dead. And I'm glad. How do you think Lisa's going to feel about that? I think she'll be happy. I I think it's fine. I think she, like, mourned his loss a long time ago. Maybe. Tell me this. Why... I'm confused why Barry Allen locked Captain Cold up and why he trusts him not to reveal his identity now. Because he knows his weakness which is the sister right that was a threat no it, but no 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 Barry Allen's a superhero though he's not gonna kill the sister or do anything to harm her yeah well also it's that like in killing his father uh Leonard broke their pact um because oh. yeah because they agreed that if if Captain Cold didn't kill anyone then Barry would leave him alone but at that point like there's no way that they could just be like no this guy just showed up with a uh, cold ice in his heart you know? Oh, I see. Well, that's why he locked him up, but I think that the reason that he knows that um, he's not going to come out and say that it's Barry is because he knows the weakness about the sister. I absolutely think that was a threat. Huh. I just... Um... I don't think Barry would actually ever hurt Lisa, but I don't think that that's the way that... But he could use it to, like, do something. Right. Like right. Gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. This is another correlation of where... Captain Cold's obviously going to break out of prison at some point. It's just another, like, Wentworth Miller prison break, like, dynamic. I love the prison break. <laughs> That's his typecasting. We need Dominic Garcelle to come in and, and Heatwave break out of prison, too. The two oh, of them. and that's a, that's a great plot point to bring him break him out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even We think can about even it. bring back Robert Nepper and he can help with prison break status. Have we seen too. him yet? Uh, yeah, he was yeah. he was Cluck King, mm-hmm. but he was oh, in, yeah. he was part of Prison Break also. So I, I love it getting the gang back together. Oh. <laughs> um, we mentioned Jay Garrick before. I last episode mentioned how I wasn't the biggest fan of his cheesy voice. A lot of people online <laughs> had did not agree with me. They were saying that that's the character that he is and that's like very much in character and I don't know if it's because of that convinced me or if it was less this episode but I was very much okay with it I even bordered on like liking this character which he really won me over this episode y'all are looking at me like I'm crazy not at all I'm just really interested to hear how Tari felt about it too because I have my own opinions yeah please (laughs) um I I mean I could see how the whole like uh 50s-esque campy voice that he's putting on could be like hit or miss for some people and I think that this episode yes it was it was more uh, subdued mostly because more conversational well yeah because he wasn't he didn't have to be like the uh, buddy hero he was just being a guy uh, doing a thing so he was being physicist Jay Garrick instead of like flesh Jay Garrick yeah um, mm-hmm. which I think really helped to ground the character 
which I mean, and which was a, a point in this whole episode is that like he he doesn't have to be that while he's in Earth One. He can be just a regular guy. Oh, I like that. I I think that he seemed more comfortable tonight in general, um, and I think that that's a character choice because he's you know when he first showed up, it's like here I am and I have to prove myself, and now he's there and he's like okay. I'm kind of doing my thing. They already trust me. I can relax a little bit. Um, I think that he he's doing a really good job. I just if you if you're looking at this as a comparison of flashes, then you're gonna have a preference of who you like and whatever. But if you're just looking at these as two completely different entities, like there's Barry and there's Jay, and then there's gonna be Wally and all of that, I think he's a cool character. Yeah, totally. He's he's very different than the rest of our team, so I think different is good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I really like the developing relationship with Caitlin. Even if it's not romantic, which they're kind of like leaning towards that way it appears, like it's just a nice supportive relationship. Yeah. Hashtag Jaitlin. Jaitlin. Something that we talked about is that I... I don't know if it was just me who felt this way, but that Caitlin was moving on a little quickly. Um, and there was some some comments this week that agreed, some comments that disagreed. Tonight, again, for me, it felt a lot more natural. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that is just time going on. But I feel like she she doesn't know exactly how she feels for him right now. I just think she feels a little comforted and like yeah. he's a good companion because they have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. Whether that turns romantic or not, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, but I do like seeing her have somebody to talk to that seems to be intellectually on the same level. Totally. And this world, we got a glimpse of Earth 2 last episode. And, you know, Jay Garrick wears, like, the goofy helmet from the, like, War of the Americas. It's a very different place. And so he also just seems to, like, adjust to, like, what is going on in this planet and like how people like behave almost in Mm -hmm. my opinion no I completely agree yeah and if Zoom is Barry Allen from Earth 2 I have to wonder if Jay Garrick has seen Zoom's face there and if that's going to be like a reveal that he has known the whole time hmm I don't think anybody's seen Zoom's face um, right. Because of the way Zoom, we we've seen Zoom and what he looks like, you can't see his face. Right. Uh, so I think that if Jay Garrick ever got close enough to demask or de whatever, yeah. um, then he would have been close enough to kill. Totally. Or disarm. Or, yeah. Subdue. Yeah. It's Pipeline. Just, yeah. I wonder too. <laughs> like, does like Jay Garrick have a team back home that could help as well? They're, like, fairly advanced, and yet he's staying, like, on Earth, our Earth, to defeat Zoom, as they convinced him tonight. Right. How do you feel about that decision, where he creates, uh, he creates the speed, the speed cannon, cannon and... Which looks awesome. Which did look really cool. Um, and then was about to leave, and then was just convinced, yeah, okay, I'll stay. I, um, I wasn't a fan of it. Um, mostly... Mostly from a practical standpoint, I like him being on the team. I like him hanging out with the rest of us. So I and I, so I understand it from a television standpoint, where mm-hmm. it's like this guy's he's one of us. But like from a hero standpoint, it's like I get that you guys that the team loves him, and I get that he's like a fun dude. But like he he's a hero, and he has a whole world that he's supposed to be protecting. And right, the longer he spends in. Earth 1, the longer Earth 2 is without their Flash. I agree with that. I also thought that it was a little rash for the way his character seems to be so uh, meticulous and thought out. Um, Maybe, like, give me a minute to think about it. 
Um, and then we come back next week, we decide that he's made his pros and cons list and he's chosen to stay. <laughs> right. But he was like, yeah, okay, until we get Zoom. Yeah, I'm good. I'm just going to be here. I mean, imagine if you were on freaking Mars, which is pretty much the equivalent of this, and they were like, by the way, we need you to stay on Mars or you got left on Mars, i.e. the Martian. And then you were like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool just being here. That's fine. I don't need to go back to my planet or my people or any of my loved ones' relationships. Right. Yeah, but I mean, I got his desire to leave because he's a speedster. He wants his speed back. You know, like that would be my number one priority. But do you think he's going to get it back just by going back to his planet? I have no idea. Or his Earth? I, I don't know, and I don't know what to expect. I feel like he in said he lost season. it. He lost it. Yeah, I, he yeah. lost it on his Earth, didn't he? He lost it while fighting Zoom on Earth Two. Right? Well, no, he lost it when he crossed over to Earth One. Oh, um, so either. His speed force is a different speed force, um, so he can't access it in the same way that um, that Eobard couldn't access the speed force when he came to the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so it may be something similar to that. But if he goes back to Earth 2, he would be able to access it, or we're not sure? Um, we're not sure, but that's the theory. Okay. I don't think we know. Yeah, I don't know. Also, he didn't come here by choice, right? He got sucked up in yeah, the original wormhole. Yeah. God, I don't know. I mean, there's so many possibilities. Um, Kanique says maybe Jay has no family. It's interesting that we haven't heard anything about Jay's life really back there. Yeah. His relationships. His, do you guys think that that's going to be a, a plot point? Or if we're just kind of, he's just this guy who comes into our lives and then goes? I don't know. I feel like it, it's going to be, it's going to feel like really cheesy if in three episodes we hear about Oh, but, like, I want to, like, just see a picture of my, like, son and wife. No, I'm thinking maybe we venture to Earth, too, with oh. him. And then all of a sudden we get back and people are like, hey, Jay, buddy, where you been? Yeah, what yeah. some people in the chat are mentioning is, like, I want to know, like, if he has a team there. Right. Or, like, other superheroes, like, take care of it. It doesn't. It didn't seem like he did, though, because you would have thought he'd mention it by now, especially when he was sucked in. He wasn't like, hey... Robert Frost. Why? why Robert Frost. Yeah. Robert Send Frost. Send me a poem. Yeah. Ryan says I thought Jay told the team that Zoom took his powers, which is what I thought. Also, I want to. I want that to be clarified. Well, he I, thinks that that Zoom took his powers. He thinks that's why he can't access them. Right. Um, I thought he we lost don't know. them during the fight with Zoom, and we don't know if Zoom took it or if they disappeared some other way. Is what I thought. I could be very wrong. Um, I don't think it's something we're going to decide tonight. I have another question, just like logistics. Right. Um, when we first saw Caitlin in this episode one of season two, she was working at Mercury Labs with mm-hmm. Christina. Um, is she not there anymore? Did they explain that and I missed it? When Barry came to go get, uh, not to get her, but he went to talk to her and then they watched the video and then yeah. she came back to the team, I was under the insum- uh, assumption that she's just with us now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, though she could still have a day job. Um, I mean, I don't imagine that Barry is paying any of them. Is he? Well, that's Star what... can't be making any money right now. It's an well, interesting point, because tonight we hear Captain Cold saying, oh, yeah, being a hero, and how much does that pay? And Barry's <laughs> like, eventually we'll see, so... And yet, he inherited Star Labs. He right. probably inherited Harrison Wells' like, groovy house with all the glass that broke that episode. <laughs> and Joe's helping out. And, yeah. You know, well, I guess Barry has a day job. Yeah, he does. He's forensics, and we've got, you know, uh, Iris. She's making money at the paper. Uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe, I'm, I'll am i venture and say that maybe, like, we're just overthinking the, like, money <laughs> thing. Like, it doesn't actually matter. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe and, that's, that's true. okay. Though I like to I like to think about it. I mean, <laughs> in sorry, my mind, uh, Cisco is selling sweet, sweet uh, inventions to the military or just other places, and, and that's how they're maintaining. He's like a secret Steve Jobs. I'll buy that. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in for it. <laughs> um, guys, we got to touch on just the Patty Spivet. She's now like joined this be- uh, the group with Joe West, and she's not in uniform anywhere anymore and she looks great I, I need to know what you're what you're giggling about sorry it, I, death knight uh 717 it pays in justice that made me laugh so much <laughs> oh that's instead of in money yeah making money okay back back to patty it is funny but back to patty i'm just saying she's out of uniform she's my favorite character on the show right now she's great just gonna throw strong that out words very strong words oh my god i think she's adorable you guys know I love Cisco, I love Barry, I love Caitlin, I love Iris, I love all of them, and Joe. I'm loving Patty so much. She is adorable. She is killing it. I, I'm not even positive if I completely trust her story, but I love her interaction with Barry and the phone number thing, and she's so adorably awkward, and mm-hmm. I love it. Totally. I love it. And I love, too, that she's obsessed with metahumans, and she's, like, read all the research, and she's, like, jumping to these conclusions. Like, I think that's so cool. Yeah. One of the theories is that she's from Earth too, and why would she be doing all this research? Maybe because she's come over here, starts looking around, as opposed to somebody who's like just been here and hearing about these yeah. stories. She could she could be really from somewhere else. I don't know. Interesting. Oh. Very very interesting. Yes. I, I don't know. I just like the effect that she has on Barry. Like other characters come and go, and like they're interesting, but like she like she has a change in Barry. Yeah. Um, she's the first love interest that I've super duper wanted to see Barry with, other than Felicity, because uh, to the end, Felicity mm-hmm. and Barry. But si- since Felicity's off the off the table, uh, I, I Felicity really is from would... Arrow. Yes, yeah, they've seen her. If you've seen season one, uh, some haven't. I don't watch Arrow. <laughs> um, you remember? I'm catching up on them. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I know I like Felicity um, a lot. But I think that they have really great chemistry. Like. And I think that she, uh, as a character, is strong enough to to support, like, when she eventually probably finds out that he's the Flash, I think that that will only enhance their relationship. I agree with that, and I also think it's interesting that you bring up Felicity, because they kind of remind me of each other in different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, always saying the wrong thing. Remember season one Felicity, who, yes. like, made sexual innuendos or all these things, and I was like, oh my god, that's not what I meant. I kind of see that out of Patty, too. Um, but the problem with Felicity... And uh, and Barry is that they ended up wanting to just be friends, and I can kind of see that maybe happening here, especially for all of those people who believe that Barry and Iris are going to end up together. Right, eventually. But I mean, like in the in the, in in the, the interim, at least in the world of like 2015 TV shows, the goal is to last ten seasons, mm-hmm. and so like him and Iris can't get together season two. Right. We'll see how it goes. Totally. We got to talk about the other relationship, Doctor Stein and Ronnie. Ronnie's gone, <laughs> and Doctor Stein is freaking out. Do we think that his body's just rejecting now that he's just like has is only one half a firestorm? Is that what they're alluding to? Uh, it seems like it. Like he needs a like a body transfusion. Yeah. Um, like he's straight he's, up because I mean, we yeah. saw blue flame. Yeah. It's like a death storm. Yeah. It's like it. It seems as if like the the flame is actually consuming his body at this point. That's mm-hmm. why it's burning a little hotter. 
yeah, I think we saw in two previews for next week that they were like trying to like operate on him or do something. He's on like the medical table in blue flames. And that's yeah. why we need to find the new half of Firestorm. He needs to be connected to somebody, and he's out there. Totally. Mm. Uh, and then Harrison Wells. We saw like a brief 10 second preview. Yo, I don't know. Is that what we're calling that guy that came in? <laughs> we, we're calling him Harrison Wells just for clarity's sake until they tell us otherwise. Right. I don't know what the F just happened. There were some theories in the chat that like maybe Harrison Wells didn't actually die, but like his Earth 2 body died and he was in Earth 2 during this. Like, I don't know. And uh, because of Earth 2, a thousand things are possible. Mm-hmm. Right. And Earth 3 and Earth 4 and Earth 5. <laughs> oh, God. We really don't know. We don't know what just came through this portal. I know. Tari, any theories you want to, like, throw into the Ethernet? Well, I mean, I, just just based on the facts. Um, I mean, Harrison Wells traditionally was a very smart guy. Um, and it going off of Jay's analogy of there being two doors on the edge of a whistle, swirling, whirling hallway... Um, He's he, he being Harrison Wells is smart enough to open the other door on the other side. So I get, I think that this is original Wells. I think that the writers want you to think that it's Aylbard, um, in the way that they keep lighting him and like yeah. shooting him. They want you to think something sinister. But I think that this is definitely just regular Wells. He might be a little, he might have a little more edge because he's from another Earth. But I think that this is our way, not our Wells, but. Pre-Eobard Wells. I love the theory. Roxy, before we go to news and gossip, anything to add to that? No, just in the chat, half the people are saying that he's absolutely evil and half the people are agreeing with you, Tari. So, you know, it's a a mixed bag right now. Yeah, I think they definitely are setting him up to be evil, whether or not to show us he's evil or to, like, ruin our expectations. Who knows? Um, Let's do some news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. So the only thing I wanted to mention, because I find it to be interesting, is the fact that uh, uh, people from EU came out this week and said that they, or uh, their theories that they want the Flash costume um, for for, uh, the movies to be different. They want to distinguish the Barry Allens um, Hmm. for Ezra Miller and Grant Gustin to not be compared to each other so much. I actually don't remember who exactly said it, but that the costume in the movie would be much more tech. So there's, like, different tech things on him and, and all, all different. It looks, like, more mechanical and engineered. Yeah. It's really interesting The picture that they showed, which was from a comic book, made it look very Iron Man-esque. Mm, yeah, it was, it was very... It was cool to look at, and I think it's a really, really smart idea. Um, so I'm excited about that. Totally. And as far as I've read, they've not yet announced which Flash, whether it's like a Barry or a Wally or a Jay, is going to be that. I'm under mm. the assumption that it's Barry, but you're, oh, really? but you're correct that they have not announced No it. confirmation. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, cool. That's a fun little tidbit. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Let's do some quick predictions before we get out of here. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Okay, Tari, I'm looking at you. Thank gosh, I was looking down. I was avoiding eye contact. Lay <laughs> it um, on me. Uh, for the immediate episode, um, I would say <laughs> your, your smile just washed away. Um, for the immediate episode next week, I would say that um, essentially they're going to be on a, a wide search for uh, someone who is, I, I would say the best way to describe it is vibrating at the same frequency as Stein so that he can become Firestorm, um, which uh, 
I, what was it? I forget the name of the the character that they're bringing in. Uh, it's uh, I didn't write it down. It was it was like it's oh Jefferson Jackson or Jackson Jeff- Jefferson. Yeah, 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 yeah. JJ, we'll call him. Um, so I'm really looking forward to getting a new Firestorm and seeing how different this guy is from Ronnie. Uh, how is the like the question is how is that pitch gonna go? Hey. Uh, you don't know us, but we feel as if that if we pair you with this dude right here, Professor Stein, you'll save his life, and P.S. you can fly and also be on fire. You down? And P.S. Yeah. you probably can never go back to like being alone. Yeah. But he's really smart, and it's fine. But like, I it's, don't know. He's totally, you know, he's a great companion to have. He has a wife, too. Sometimes you gotta check in on her. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like, you in? You had me at fly. I feel like that's what he said. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, and like beyond that, we know that we're going to have a lot of like Wells drama because in the same way that we're like, oh my gosh, which which Wells is he? The team is also going to be in that camp where they're never going to trust this guy. Yeah. No matter what he says. And it's going to be him trying to get in their good graces. They barely trust Jay. Yeah. And it's a completely different person. Yeah, the new firestorm is exciting too because now we're gonna see uh, eventually Barry have to navigate like going through crime scenes and fighting a big bad with this other counterpart. Yeah. He's not gonna be just sent out into the wild alone anymore. I still am wondering how we're getting Wally West involved in all of this. I know. What earth is he on? Where is he? <laughs> Where are we gonna see him, Roxy? Anything more to add to that? I don't actually have anything specific. No, I just like I said at the top of the show, and like we just talked about, I think trust is gonna be a very big theme of the rest of the season, um, and who to trust, who not to trust, and when you trust somebody that burns you, how that affects you. So Absolutely. it'll be very, very interesting. Yeah, and um, guys at home, as always, we want to hear from you. You can comment on YouTube, iTunes. You can race at on. Uh, Twitter, you can't write us on Twitter. You can write us on iTunes. <laughs> but we uh, want to hear what you guys think. Totally, where can everybody find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dari J. It's T A U R I J A Y. And by the way, his name is Jax Jackson, uh, played by Franz Drama. I don't know how you say that, but that's that's who we we're talking about. I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Guys, a tweet from Jeff Masters one. We'll be back next week. See you then. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 